Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this week's episode, I'll talk about now that you drafted your team, what now? So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so you've drafted your team now. Congratulations. Now, here's what you do from here. First of all, set your lineup each week. Each week, have your lineup set before... uh, Actually, I'll get to that in a minute. But most importantly, don't be a quitter. If you see your team going downhill, don't just give up and stop um, setting your lineup. Continue to do that. Keep it competitive. Um, And, you know, always finish what you started. So that's what I could say in that regard. And also, too, be aware of the the dreaded Thursday matchups. Maybe you got a guy that's going on Thursday. Maybe one of your studs is going on Thursday. Make sure you have him in that lineup for the Thursday game. A lot of things are said about Thursday games where um, it seems the road team doesn't do all that well. Um, It's more of an advantage for the home team. So maybe you want to sit a guy that's on the road. You probably won't do it for your stud player, but um, that's something to bear in mind. Being that, you know, it's a quick turnaround. Maybe they played Sunday and now they're going on the road on a Thursday. So bear that in mind. Um, Again, your studs, you're going to probably have them out them out there playing anyway but um just be weary of the be mindful rather of the thursday matchups also check the injury status of your players especially those who are listed as questionable because that can fluctuate before uh game time um here's why i will say those that are listed as probable most likely will play that day. On the other hand, those listed as doubtful probably will most likely will not play. So it's the questionable guys you got to see where it because the pendulum can swing either way where they play as with the questionable tag or they sit out with the questionable tag. That's always tricky. So um, always check that. Again, usually by about, for the 1 o'clock games, by about 11, 11.30, you should know who's playing who and who's not. So, um, just bear that in mind. If it's the late game, you're kind of in a pickle. So, um, yeah, so you don't want to be where the players questionable for that and ends up not playing then you get burnt or that Sunday night game or the Monday night game for that matter so and they have a questionable tag 
that can get pretty tricky. So you have to use your best judgment at that point. Um, uh, I've seen a lot of guys with questionable tags end up playing, and I've seen a few where they ended up not playing. So uh, just keep an eye on things. Definitely watch how they practice during the week. That can kind of give you a bird's eye view, especially if the person practices on Saturday. I say with a questionable tag, nine times out of ten, they'll probably end up playing Sunday unless something goes wrong in the walkthrough, which usually don't happen. But, um, yeah, but definitely check your injury status. Again, somebody like Stefania Bell, go on to ESPN. She usually writes something, usually about 11 or so in that regard. So definitely check her out. And, and also, patience is a virtue. By that I mean, Stick with your studs. Um, you might have where they get a slow start. Um, I've seen it happen a thousand times already. Where um, maybe your stud running back doesn't have, he starts out the gate slow, maybe the first few weeks. He's not giving you the BAFO numbers that you're looking for. You want to pinch him so badly. But, um, yeah, you, you, uh, you got to resist the urge to start guys with great matchups who are on your bench over those studs. I know it's tempting. I Trust me, I know. But, um... Yeah, uh, stick with your studs. Trust me, I've gotten burnt plenty of times saying, oh, this guy got a better matchup. And I end up sitting a guy in the, and on the bench, he explodes. So uh, stick with your studs. Uh, also, too, be mindful of your players' bye weeks. Um, definitely, you want to definitely... Have them out of your lineup if they are on a bye. And uh, have your backups in there to kind of bridge the gap. Uh, definitely want to do that. Also, know how to work the waiver wire. The waiver wire is where you can pick up players. Which are, and it all depends on where, where you are in the waiver wire order. And by the waiver wire order, I mean, um, what numbers, what number are you slotted at in terms of priority based on the number of teams in your league? Um, if it's an eight team league, maybe you pick somebody up the waiver wire the week before, so you might be at eight. So, um, if that's the case, if you dip him back into the waiver wire, you got to hope that the player you're trying to get doesn't go to another team if they put in a, a waiver wire claim. So uh, that's where things get a little tricky. So, um, And then once you pick the, pick the player, um, more likely than not, you'll fall immediately back to the bottom of the waiver order once you uh, acquired that player through the waivers. 
In some leagues, though, they reset the waiver wire each week, and it's done by the standings. So, let's say you're the top team in the league, you're always going to pick from the bottom. You're always going to be that last slot. So, bear that in mind. Uh, I've had to deal with that, trust me. So, um, you just hope that <laughs> the guys that you want slide to you. So, um, so, you know, that's, that's a hit or miss too. So, uh, you gotta see with that. Also two trades, um, teams, you know, leagues allow for trades. Um, normally you trade to show up a weakness, um, weakness that you have in your team. Maybe, maybe you're not getting enough from, from your wide receivers and you need one. So, you have to find out, you know, um, who who you can part with and at the same time be okay and yet get that receiver that you need. So, um, and I say trade with those who are willing to make trades. There's some people, they never make a trade um, throughout the year. And that's okay. That's That's what, you know. That's their preference, fine. But tra trade with those that are willing to make trades. If you've seen them make trades already, more than likely they're open to trading. Um, so there's that. Um, and try not to make a habit of lowballing your potential trade partner. Um, don't be that guy. Don't be that person, rather, um, because you kind of get a reputation as, oh, this is the guy who kind of, you know, think he could hoodwink me. So, um, and then once word of mouth spreads about that, then you'll get no one biting on the trades that you're offering. So, uh, don't, so don't be that guy. Now, if you see a lopsided trade that's, that's pending don't be afraid to veto the trade um i've seen plenty of ridiculous trades um that were pending and some went through some didn't but uh i definitely vetoed some uh sh my share of trades if it's a fair trade i'm like hey what can you do but if something uh say you trade an Aaron. Aaron Rodgers for, um, let's see, maybe for Sam Darno. That no, that's that's not a fair trade. That's ridiculous. So, um, yeah. So, don't be afraid to veto a trade. Is what I'm saying. So that's as far as trade goes. And uh, final tip. Um, your bench players can only help you when they're in this start in the starting lineup. Um, I know, I know it's frustrating seeing all those points accumulate, and maybe a guy that you got in the starting lineup uh, gave you a donut or a zero or whatever. Um, but yeah, your bench players um, can only help once they're in your starting lineup, unless you're in a league where. Um, where the tiebreaker, maybe, maybe you 
tie, got a tie score with your opponent, and the tiebreaker may be the most bench points. So, in that instance, then that helps you. But otherwise, the bench points really don't uh, help you too much. So, uh, sometimes you got to watch those points just accumulate from the bench and uh, tear your hair out about it. But that's the joy of uh, being in fantasy football. So, um, so that should carry you um, for the season. Um, and hopefully, you know, with this advice that I've given you, uh, it'll get you to the playoffs. And then from there, anything goes. So, uh, so all the best to you in this coming season. So my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.